We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Cleveland Cavaliers select Evan Mobley. It's been a historical franchise in this league for years. We have a trade to announce. The Boston Celtics select Jason Tatum. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the NBA front office show. We've got a lot more news to get into. I'm Trevor Lane. You can follow me on Twitter at Trevor underscore Lane. Joined by Keith Smith. Find him at Keith Smith NBA. And do us a favor. We're right on the cusp of hitting 15,000 subscribers. Hit that subscribe button. If you haven't done so already, make sure you turn on notifications as well. So you get notified when we put out a new video. And if you're listening to the podcast version of this, follow us over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Keith, we've got a decent amount to get into, and we kind of have to kick things off with my Lakers. Can't, can't <laughs> say I'm disappointed. No, I mean, they're making news, <laughs> they right? Are. It's, uh, oh, well, they're they're making news-ish, I guess. Kind one of. is real news and one is kind of news, mm-hmm. but the kind of news is probably bigger than the real news, so we should probably start there. Yeah, let, let's go there. So Mark Stein, who has been all over this story uh, on his Substack. Uh, gave us some info today about the John Wall for Russell Westbrook trade swap. There's been been quite a bit of smoke about this. He's essentially said it's on the table. It's on the mm-hmm. table for the Lakers if they want it. It is Russell Westbrook and the 2027 first for John Wall. According to Mark Stein, the Lakers say no. They don't want to part with that first round pick just to swap Russ for John Wall. Part of it is the optics because... Well, it would look bad for them to, to turn around just a few months after trading a bunch of stuff to get Russell Westbrook, including Kyle Kuzma, Montrezl Harrell, a first-round pick, Catavius Caldwell-Pope, all that in order to get Russ, and then have to turn around and pay a first-round pick to move Russell Westbrook to send him somewhere else. It would not look good, but part of it is also they don't, they're not sure what they're getting in John Wall. He hasn't played this season. And then on top of that, there is some belief that Russ, if he's playing with AD and LeBron James, can indeed pick things up in the second half of the season, as he has done historically. And the Lakers, well, they, have, they haven't had those three together for most of the season either. So for all those reasons, apparently the Lakers are saying no to that deal as of this moment. Do you think, is that the right move, Keith, declining that given the Lakers' limited trade assets? 
Yeah, I think so. I, I would not do it. Uh, it's just too hard, as you mentioned, without knowing what you're getting in John Wall. We haven't seen him play in nearly a year. When he did play uh, last for the Rockets, he was a part-time player, and he wasn't really all that good there. I, I can't imagine a year of uh, relative inactivity has kept him you know, really ready to go or anything like that. So, yeah, so I, I think that is the right move for the Lakers mm-hmm. to say, no, that just becomes too much. Now, where this could change, I think, because clearly I truly think Mark Stein's probably spot on with yep. this, is right now, both sides know, hey, let's revisit it. If everything goes crappy over the next two weeks for the Lakers, and they're like, we just have to do something, you may be able to get the Rockets to come off that demand of getting a first-round pick, right. too. Because what could ultimately happen there is you could say, hey, you can buy him out and save however much money. Where Wall has held firm, he will not do a buyout. And I think what the difference is, is Wall's probably looking at minimum contracts from here on out, at least probably for a year or two until he really proves he's worth more. Where Westbrook... That's not going to be the case. Someone is still going to give him, you know, at the minimum their MLE mm-hmm. at some point to to play for him. He's shown enough to do that. And that's why you kind of leave it on the table from that side. I also think the Lakers are right in saying, hey, let's just see what it looks like with kind of a full-ish roster. I know, I know it's not fully there because Kendrick Nunn's not sure. there, but, but it's close. this is about as healthy as you're probably going to get. Because um, just in them, not this is not a me taking a shot at the Lakers thing. This is a by the time Nunn is back, someone else will be out. That's just how it works in mm-hmm. the NBA at this time of year. So, yeah, run with it. You know, run with it and, and go and kind of, you know, see see what it looks like here because that's not any kind of, you know, sure thing upgrade or anything like that. That's just not worth it. Always something that you can revisit in the summer as well. If, you, mm-hmm. if you're the Lakers and you decide, okay, we gave it a shot and it just didn't work, it's something that you could revisit because they have essentially, they're really close, but the same contract, right? $47 million next year. And, and so... If the Lakers gets that point, and if Russell Westbrook is then willing to accept a buyout from the Houston Rockets, John Wall isn't, and the Lakers say, you know what, this just didn't work, let's make this swap and figure it out, okay, maybe you can revisit then, and as two expiring contracts, perhaps the price isn't a first-round pick anymore for the Lakers. So that's it's something that they can get back to, and by the way, Mark Stein did mention yep. his piece that the that it's, it's still possible that a third team gets looped in or something to change the value going in or coming out or or whatever to change the dynamic here that could potentially happen but for the moment the the one for one trade with the first round pick going from the lakers to the rockets it's on the table the rockets have apparently said we'll do it the lakers have said no thank you we don't want to give that first yep and that's where it should be and little side note uh stein also mentioned that if john wall were to get bought out which right now is not in the cards but if john wall were to get bought out the Heat and the Clippers would both be interested in being landing spots if he's on the buyout market. Trading for him, that's not going to, his contract's too big. But if, <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. So, but if he's bought out, they would be interested. Makes sense, right? Uh, more, I think, for the Heat 
than the Clippers. I just think if you're the Clippers, you've got Reggie Jackson and Eric Bledsoe. Would, where are you going at this point? Um, unless it was really like, a, hey, let's see uh, what it looks like to get him back in and does it look good? And then maybe we can move into something next season. That maybe could could be the direction you could go if you're the Clippers with the Heat. He would come in and be you know just another uh, reclamation project for them uh, where they, they could get guys back. And if I'm a veteran or, or I'm a young player who needs some uh, uh, polish on my game to step up and become an NBA guy, Miami's probably the spot yeah. <laughs> the way they are, you know, cranking out guys. We should let's just get into it now. Uh, reclamation progress, progress, project in progress. That was a tongue twister. <laughs> Victor Oladipo yep. sounds like he may be back uh, uh, next month. Sounds like his uh, workouts have really ramped up and he's starting to look pretty good uh, for the Heat in those workouts. And we'll see. You know, we'll see if he's kind of got anything left in the tank and what, what he can give them. Miami, if we go back to the offseason, because it's been quite a while, I think, since we've talked yep. Victor Oladipo, they signed him to a one year minimum deal. But what that did was it was basically, hey, we're going to pay you a couple million dollars to rehab and try to get right. And then if you do, we've got your bird rights and we'll sign you after mm-hmm. that to to a new contract. So so let's see you know, ultimately where that goes with, with uh, uh, Oladipo. But, yeah, maybe a little, little reinforcement coming for the heat. And just to add a little more fuel to the fire, John Wall is indeed training in Miami as well. So it <laughs> you know, doesn't necessarily yeah. mean anything. But right. Yeah. I mean, a lot of guys. Yes. Do, but yeah. Yep. Um, The one move, the deal that actually happened for the Lakers, Stanley Johnson got the got the Lakers 15th roster spot, got a full deal uh, guaranteed for the remainder of the season. Team option for the second year for Stanley Johnson. We talked about this, Keith. We said that if we run into this scenario where you've got all these players coming in, replacement players coming in due to health and safety protocols, the silver lining is there are guys who are going to get opportunities that otherwise would not have. And some of those guys are going to do well enough to where they're going to win themselves a spot in the NBA. And that is now what's happened with Stanley Johnson. Yep. Yeah. He, he joins a couple other guys. Looks like Lance Stevenson mm-hmm. is maybe headed that route. Brandon Goodwin, uh, that paid off for him, uh, landing a job with the Cavs. So then there's a handful of others. I'm sure I'm missing somebody. So, you know, folks can let us know, uh, in the comments as I do that off the top of my head, but yeah, I mean, good for Stanley Johnson and beyond just landing a roster spot, he's covered himself out of role. I mean, he started last night and I think he becomes in a way along with Avery Bradley, kind of an ideal starter Mm -hmm. for the Lakers as they are positioned right now, because you need defensive minded guys who don't really need the ball because LeBron, AD and Russ are going to have the ball an awful lot. So it's, it's, you know, you'd like a little bit better of a shooter. Um, I think their hope was that would be Trevor Ariza. He, I just don't think he's, I think he's probably just about done at this point. He just, he can't move the way he used to move. And that's, you know, a tough break, but you know, Stanley Johnson comes in and that's a solid pickup uh, for, for the Lakers for, for the rest of the season and good for Stanley Johnson. I'm very curious. We'll know in a day. This actually won't get signed for a couple more days because the Lakers, they still have him on a couple days left on a 10 day. Um, but when they're they're just gonna line everything up to to save as much as they can, which is just good smart accounting. Um, but when it's signed, I'm very curious to see is it actually a team option or is it a non-guaranteed year? In the media, those are often used interchangeably. There's 
slight differences. Um, not necessarily the most meaningful of differences, but they they there are slight differences that you know could ultimately matter. Probably won't in the case of Stanley Johnson. But that's just something I'm curious about more as a cap nerd than anything else. Well, and and Woj did report that essentially the Lakers, what they've been doing is using that open roster spot to go around the league and see if there was like a two for one trade they could do. Yeah. Um, and that they were in those discussions and everything, but ultimately they decided rather than doing a two for one trade and then, and then cutting somebody to sign Stanley Johnson, they, they didn't see anything that made sense over just sign Stanley Johnson, but no. And you know what? I think the Lakers also know hmm. if they do a do a, a trade, it's probably going to be two for one the other way. Probably. Because it's going to be that Horton Tucker none package, mm-hmm. most likely, if it's an impactful deal. And that'll be the the two for one. That'll free up a spot. Plus, I'm pretty sure they know at this point, if we really like somebody on the buyout market after the trade deadline, see you later, DeAndre Jordan. Bye, Kent Bazemore. You know, thanks for all you've done, but you know, we'll, we'll check in later. And and that'll be how they'll get to a Ross spot if they need to. We'll check in later, but we probably won't. No, yeah. No, I was trying to be nice, I was trying to be, man. Nice trying to be pleasant. We'll we'll stay friends. It's not you, it's me. It's like when you when you end a bad date and you say, I'll call you. Or I guess now it would yeah. be I'll text you when you know you're not actually going to text Should you. Should I stop waiting on those girls then? I'm still checking my phone every day. I'm sure your wife is thrilled. Oh man. That's <laughs> man. I did it wrong, I guess. <laughs> Uh, last night, the Lakers played the Brooklyn Nets. The Lakers picked up a win, finally had Anthony Davis healthy, had a pretty nice performance, four block shots for him. But James Harden was frustrated after the game, saying he wants to win. And of course, anytime James Harden is frustrated right now, that gets amplified because of all the rumors that James Harden <laughs> yeah. could go to the 76ers this summer in a sign and trade deal for Ben Simmons. So it becomes a bigger thing, especially when kind of we've heard these this you know, little whispers leaking out that James Harden's not too happy living in, in Brooklyn. So interesting there that he that he's frustrated. But again, I, I would expect basketball players to be frustrated when they when they lose a game. If you're a professional athlete and you're you're competing and you want to win, frustration after a loss, I think that that's par for the course. But yeah. but given all the other things that are happening on the periphery of this, that's where this becomes a, a little bit more newsworthy. Yeah, and unfortunately, this is now going to be a story until the trade deadline. It'll probably go away for a little bit, and then it'll pick mm-hmm. back up towards the end of the season uh, when a free agency starts approaching. That's when we'll start hearing more questions asked to James Harden. And, you know, it's just the reality of where, where it is, unless he completely puts it to bed and says, nope, I'm not going anywhere but Brooklyn. It, 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 even then, people will still not believe it. That's mm-hmm. just, you know, how it kind of works uh, in, in today's world. So, yeah, well, let's see. But, yeah, you mentioned, uh, I like you slipped in that the Lakers got a win. They I did. texted you this morning and said, it's a rarity. We both wake up uh, uh, coming off wins with the teams we cover. And, the, man, the Celtics got a win last night. That was a, uh, you know, what was the, they were up by six. Well, I was going to say, I point. saw they were up by 50 at one point because I'm watching the Lakers yeah. game at the same time. What, what did they finally end up winning by? 53. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it was 53 at any rate. Yeah, it was something close to that, I guess. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was bad. Uh, yeah, 53, 128 <laughs> to 75. So I'm looking, I go over here to like the ESPN box score, right? And it has, it gives you top performers and it gives you the top performer for both teams. I haven't clicked into the box score yet, but the top performer for the Kings is Tyrese Halliburton with seven points. Yeah, no, but that well, can't be right. I mean, I guess, seven maybe. points, five boards, Buddy seven Heels assists. Had 11. He was the only king that got into double oh, figures. Oh my goodness. 
Yeah, uh, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum almost outscored the Kings by themselves, and they definitely would have if they had played at all in the fourth quarter. Jeez, wow. Yeah. Um, have the Kings anger traded anybody yet today? Like just a rage uh, yeah, trade? Yeah, we haven't seen it yet. That hasn't happened. Uh, let, hey, let's go to that, though. Uh, Sam Amick of The Athletic in The Athletic's uh, NBA podcast reported Utah Jazz are interested in Harrison Barnes. So uh, add, add yet another team to the list of teams. It is starting to feel like this is the year Harrison Barnes gets gets traded. I, I think there is a good chance he gets moved. You know, you put that out there on, on Twitter earlier today that it's been kind of quiet on the trade front. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there is a calm before the storm where teams, teams sure. hunker down and they start really getting serious yep. about talks and things like that. But I forget who it was. Maybe it was, who was it that responded and said, <laughs> Eric, Eric Pinkett. Pinkett. Sometimes, okay. sometimes it's quiet. Cause there's <laughs> Just cause there's nothing, to- nobody talking, but, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. I prefer to look at it the other way. Glass is half full. I it's quiet too. right now because we yeah. are about to see the storm of NBA trades unleashed upon I us. So. I want to see the Woj good Lord tweet that we saw back in like, <laughs> what was that? 2014 or something like that. I want that. To come uh, yeah. Out. Something like that. Maybe 2016. Something. Um, a while. One ago. thing I will say, so I know as you have as well, I've been doing a lot of radio appearances and the like, cause it's trade deadline time. Um, one of the questions that I continue to get asked is, is it going to be a busy mm-hmm. trade deadline? And then the invariable follow-up is why I do think there's a chance we see a lot of action. And then there's, there's kind of three things that point me to that direction. One is it's a very poor free agent class and the best free agents seem unlikely to change teams. Yeah. It seems like they're going to stick right where they are. The next is there's only three teams. And, and I just finished around to cap space projections, uh, pre-trade deadline cap space projections, only three teams project to have cap space, Detroit, Orlando, and San Antonio. And they range they're about 20 or about, let's go in the right order. Detroit, 30 million, Orlando, 25 million, San Antonio, 20 million. So that's not even enough to really go mm-hmm. fishing for, major free agents. Then the third thing is the league is wide open. So I think what you may see here is teams are saying, well, we can get a guy who's going to help us now. In the case of someone like a Harrison Barnes, we also get him for next year yeah. too, which is pretty good because we have no ability to get somebody that good anyway. So I do think that there is a chance we see a pretty um, active trade deadline in order to get there. We just need a couple more sellers Mm -hmm. uh, to get, get on the market and move things. But I think we're starting a position in that direction. That would be a lot of fun. Certainly would be. Um, Absolutely. All right, let's get into some, some injury stuff here. So Tim Hardaway Jr. Broken foot. He's going to be out a while. Uh, Fifth metatarsal, I believe. Am I saying yep. that right? Yeah, uh, but that's that's yep. what he broke, and he's so he's going to be out for a while um, with that injury. That's that's rough because we've heard some trade package. I mean, beyond just it's rough because you lose him on the floor, but we've also heard trade sure. packages from the Mavs side that have included Tim Hardaway Jr. That's probably yeah. off the table now, uh, so he's going to be out for an extended period now. Uh, Derek Jones Jr. Because of course the Bulls are suffering more injuries now. He has a broken finger. He's going to be out for a bit. Um, I feel bad for the Bulls. The, the yeah, the Bulls one is starting to get get crazy here. Sorry, the puppy is uh he's trying to pull cords. Uh-oh. It's his like new thing. Um, so I think he's trying to unplug and shut. He's us telling down. you it's he, time what to he end really the show. wants is he wants to go. <laughs> um, but yeah, he uh yeah the um Derek Jones Jr. one, couple reasons why that 
one just sucks. Another injury for the Bulls. Just, you know, last thing they needed. You already have Lonzo Ball and Alex Caruso out long-term. Now Derek Jones Jr. is out. Uh, Patrick Williams is also out long-term. So their depth has been hit. But that says to me, I think there's a real chance that they move Derek Jones Jr. Mm -hmm. Because a team trading for him isn't necessarily trading for him for basketball reasons it's more cap reasons and he's an expiring 9.7 million dollar contract so i think there's a chance he's going to be on the move uh before the deadline and if you're the bulls this becomes again i'm going to repeat this phrase a lot this is a no production lost trade because you're not going to have him for the next 68 weeks so you know you throw his salary in the mix and you know go get somebody jeremy grant harrison barnes or whatever 9.7 million is a nice piece of salary matching to get there similar to the cab situation right now with ricky rubio as a yep. contract that you could throw in to a deal like that Absolutely. you're not losing production there mm-hmm. uh yep. man the blazers cody zeller out eight to ten weeks now as yep. well yikes yeah i think most people are probably like who cares about this but it does matter they're still yeah and they're still hanging i mean they've actually started to play kind of okay Mm -hmm. over the last uh little bit i know they lost yesterday but only by two and they had been i think they had won three or four in a row before that um and if they were to move Yusuf Narkic, at least then you kind of had Zeller there and you're, you know, mm-hmm. coming through. He was having a productive year as a backup center. So, you know, my guess is uh, this long, he's probably done for the year uh, at this rate. But, yeah, you're, you're right. It adds up. I mean, and eventually you're now you're playing guys who probably aren't really NBA players uh, at the back end of your roster. And that 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 wears on everybody eventually. Um, they have won six of their last nine games. Yeah. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. But yes, mm-hmm. it does start yeah. to start to yep. wear you down. Um, yep. Usman Garuba for the Houston Rockets. He's out due to right wrist surgery. He's a guy that I liked a lot. His defensive potential heading into the draft. Yeah, I liked what he what in terms of just timing, positioning. He's just very good at that kind yep. of stuff. And and I kind of geek out over over defense stuff like that. So, um, so I liked him. <laughs> I think we all got kind of excited because it was um with him too. There was that he in the lead up to the Olympics, he had defended uh-huh. Kevin Durant so well um so i think that was like jumped out and what sucks about that one is houston is not that they're not there already but they're about to turn full on into this it's about development now and yeah yeah kind of um and then what you can do there is you can say all right, we're going to go with, with the kid. We're going to throw him as many minutes as he can handle, uh, you know, the rest of the way and see, see what it looks like, especially if you trade or shut down Eric Gordon or Christian Wood, you know, all of a sudden it's like, oh, your back's a little sore. You're out for a week or whatever the case is. That just frees up minutes, and now that's gone. And anytime you're a young player missing developmental time in a rebuilding season, that that's just that's just it's just time lost that you just don't get yeah. back. Yep. So not good for uh, for the Houston Rockets or for Usman Garuba. Uh, the last thing, though, Colin Sexton. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Maybe not yeah. done. Could be back come playoff time for the Cavs. No, I yep. do wonder, though, because we've heard his name out there, too. Like in the Ricky mm-hmm. Rubio vein, right? That if they can move on from Ricky Rubio and the team might still want that contract that he was an expiring deal and all that. Colin Sexton teams might be interested in him. Um, I, I wonder if him potentially coming back for the playoffs does anything to trade negotiations that could involve him from a team that wants to get him and then pay him this offseason. Yeah, it could. My guess is if you're a team acquiring him, you're content to say, no, just stay mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Um, we, we don't need you to to come back. Um, but if you're a team that is, uh, you know, really kind of looking to say, man, we 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 want you in that mix, then I think then you're probably, you know, um, you know, you, you're maybe more excited to get him, I guess. Um, I'm starting to wonder if the Cavs just given the uncertainty around Ricky Rubio, not for the rest of this year, of course, we know he's out, but going forward um, and the fact that they're better, I kind of wonder if the Cavs are like, hey, let's just keep him. And then maybe we get them back this year, if not. And then maybe we work something out and we figure this all out. Um, they're not going away. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I, I said this this morning on a radio appearance. Somebody said, you know, who's going to fall out in the East? And they're like, is it Cleveland? And I was like, not at this point. I mean, they're eight and two in their last 10 games. Yeah. They're 10 games over 500. They're a game and a half out of the one seed. It You know, and it's starting to get a little you know, absurd with the amount of guys who are out, but the reality is they're just good. You know, and they're also too, as you look at their overall profile, they are not one of these teams. Oftentimes with, especially with these kind of out of nowhere mm-hmm. teams, you look at it and you be like, Oh, they've lost two home games and they're horrible on the road. About mm-hmm. even 14 and nine at home, 15 and 10 on the road. They're, they're just a good mm-hmm. team. They're, they're getting it done. They're getting it done. And you're right. You look at what's really absurd is the Eastern conference. The, the top six seeds, yeah. I mean, any of those teams, <laughs> any of the Miami Heat in the first yep. place, they are a minor losing streak away from dropping into the play-in tournament. And they're in the one seed right now, right? I mean, that could yeah. happen depending on what other teams yep. do. So this is, yeah. they are, they can, I think there's a clear or starting to become a gap between the top six and then the play-in teams. You've got the Hornets are four games back. The Philadelphia 76ers two and a half games back. Okay, maybe the Hornets can get back in the conversation there. But we're starting to see a break there. And the Cavs have shown, if you dig into all their mm-hmm. advanced stats and everything, there's nothing that suggests that this is fake, that this is that this is not something nope. that's going to stick. So I, I agree. I don't think the Cavs yeah. drop out of this thing. And they're they're not buoyed by unsustainably good offense because their offense is only middle of the pack. Their defense is very good. And once you've kind of proven in a season that you're a good yeah. defense, that generally does not go away. That usually maintains and sticks. And, and yeah, I mean that they're they're good. They're, they've gotten through their injury bumps. Now they, you lose mm-hmm. one more guy, especially a creator of offense you're probably at that point i don't think it's enough to drop them out of the playoff picture but i think at that point you your your chances of making noise the rest of the season go way down but you know but 
we're two weeks out. They may be a very, very unexpected buyer Mm -hmm. at the trade deadline. And you mentioned it before that Rubio contracts just sitting there basically begging now to be used in the trade to go get them something that could really help uh, boost their chances the the rest of the way. I think there's all, and there's all, all sorts of, interesting options that they can go with just because of the amount of that, um, that expiring salary salary for Rubio. Mm-hmm. And they've got all their picks. They could throw a pick in a trade if they really wanted to, if it was the absolute right guy. So yeah, I think, I think Cleveland is, uh, you know, let's keep an eye on that. This one broke while we we're here. Um, Rick Carlisle says Demonis Sabonis is doing better each day and there's a chance he could, uh, play in oh, this weekend's uh, pair of road games. So, Sounds like that's close, which is good, and that would presumably, I don't want to say reopen because I don't think it closed, but that would presumably get his Well, the trade fear was that he was going to be out a lot longer when, when that injury first happened, that he was going to be out for a while, uh-huh. and unfortunately, sounds like he's going to be back pretty uh, a lot quicker than we thought, so that's always good news. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So we're, you know, good, good news on the injury. All right, well, well, let's wrap things up sure. there. Appreciate everybody joining us. Make sure you do subscribe right here to the NBA Front Office YouTube channel. Don't forget to ring that notification bell as well. Till next time, stay safe and see ya. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.